the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Happy Monday. Thanks for listening in. Forecast calling for some sun, the balance of the afternoon, getting on the little bit of cloudy side here and there. 90 for the high, low of 74 tonight. Shower, thunder shower possible this evening and rain expected overnight. Good chunk of tomorrow as well. Could be very heavy at times. Tomorrow's high, 78. Yesterday, Flyers 4-1 over Boston in uh, playoff hockey. Carter Hart, 34 saves for the Flyers. Sixers are home tonight against San Antonio at 8. And the Phillies finally back in action after, I guess, the better part of a week off. They're at the Yankees for a couple of games, 7.05 tonight. Jake Arrieta going to be on the mound for the Phillies. Turns out that's how it all kind of worked out. It was actually on a Zoom call with manager Joe Girardi a little while ago. He was asked about that. Why not go back perhaps to Aaron Nola or Zach Wheeler, who pitched the first couple of games uh, for the Phils, and just said, you know, they were on the rusty side, and Arietta actually has had a little more uh, um, workout kind of thing going on, and it falls on a natural day for him to pitch tonight. Uh, as far as Arietta goes, he was on a conference call over the weekend as well on Zoom and was asked about, is he on a bit of a disadvantage perhaps uh, right now, you know, having not pitched and, and or, you know, how do you get ready for a game like tonight after you haven't, you know, pitched in any games yet? We're doing the best we can to stay ready. You know, I've, I've thrown in a few sim games. I've thrown a bunch of bullpens, uh, extended pens to keep pitch count pretty high. I mean, but it's really tough to do unless you're in real game situations. So, but I, I'm in a good spot. You know, I, I'm going to be able to give my team what, what we need. Really looking forward to, to getting into a real game finally. But it's been a struggle for all of us, really. You know, playing three games, getting shut down. You know, these are the circumstances that pretty much every team is going to have to deal with. And I'm very hopeful that more teams aren't, aren't affected by COVID-19. It seems inevitable, but, you know, we got to stay positive. That's Jake Arrieta on the mound for the Phils tonight as they resume their season. Very special guest joining me in a moment. But first, a quick note, WFIL's Rewards Club has a really cool, simple, straight-ahead kind of contest going right now. Uh, the back-to-school sweepstakes is what I'm talking about. You can win $2,500 in cash for you to help with back-to-school expenses, whatever your back-to-school experience may be looking like, and another $2,500 for your school. Win-win there. You can actually enter every day, all month long, and there are bonus entry opportunities as well. The Back to School Sweepstakes at WFIL.com. So uh, very pleased. This has been an interview, a conversation in the making for quite some time, and we are glad at long last to bring on board, uh, coinciding with our Ministry of the Month for August, which is Let's Talk About Jesus with Wayne Momblow. Uh, you can catch that program at 1130 each weekday. Also on Saturdays and Sundays, you can check the program guide for the different times. But uh, 
On our program, Wayne Momblo. How are you, sir? Hi, Tim. I am doing well. Thank goodness. Thank God. And uh, how are you? Great to be with you. Yeah, very much so. You know, uh, folks will certainly know you from the program Let's Talk About Jesus, which I did a little digging. And uh, it debuted on our sister station, 990 WZZD, back in 1981. Right. Yeah. And then uh, in 2004, moved over to WFIL when there were some format changes and things. But the program actually started prior to that, right? Uh, am I right? Correct. Yes. Uh, I, uh, matter of fact, going into the month of August, it's my 43rd anniversary wow. of hosting. Let's talk about Jesus. I began in August of 1977. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, happy anniversary. And of course, it's appropriate because. Let's Talk About Jesus is WFIL's Ministry of the Month for August. There's some pretty cool prizes. Folks can look on the website and find out about, which we'll chat about a little bit later on. But before any of that, share a minute about, uh, or as long as you like, how God got a hold of you in the first place. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say I'm so thankful that he did. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And, uh, and I needed to get a hold of, too. I needed to be gotten a hold of. Amen. So, uh, yeah, I, I came, I was born in 1952, and I received Christ and gave my life to Jesus Christ in April of 1972. Okay. So I grew up in the 50s and in the 60s. My mom and my dad were churchgoers, uh, mainline denominational church, and I grew up uh, going to church and then going to youth group. But, uh, you know, without getting into too much detail, there was kind of a troubled upbringing, some stuff on the home front that wasn't all that great. Um, in my teenage years, uh, I got fairly uh, cynical about the reality of God. I thought the church had a good value in terms of community service and projects, but the God stuff I just wasn't believing. Mm. And I uh, so I thought that I was an agnostic. My position was, I don't know if he's there, I don't know if he's not, and I really don't care. So I don't know if that's even agnosticism or what it is. <laughs> but, but, it, but at any rate, um, as I went through my high school years, and I was, I was you know, just a troubled child and getting in trouble, and uh, when I was uh, around uh, 20 years old, um, somebody began witnessing to me at a factory that I was working in, about Jesus Christ. And I'd never heard this before. I mean, I'd never heard about actually knowing Jesus Christ or a faith in Jesus Christ that would become like a revelation of a personal relationship and God's Word being quickened. So that was, even though I grew up in church, I was like, I'd never heard this before. Hmm. And after many weeks of question, just to make a really long story short, I gave my life to the Lord and uh, and was convinced that uh, He indeed... Uh, did save me on the day that I gave my life to him. Um, just a, a little funny story yeah. along with that. So I was a troubled teenager. I was part of the hippie culture, and I was even growing some little pot plants in a apartment that I had. And <laughs> so I, I left on this one Saturday to go with some people out to this Christian place, and uh, I gave my life to the Lord, and. Uh, driving home, I had actually gone out there with my girlfriend at the time and with two other guys who kind of were going with me to prevent me from accepting Christ. A couple <laughs> people, you know, 
So anyway, we're driving home. I've given my life to the Lord, and I'm very, very happy. And I'm like, i got to call this guy in Boston. That's where I was buying drugs from. And I said, i got to tell him that I'm done. So, and nobody would give me any change for the phone booth. I'm in the phone booth. Can you give me any change? No, we're not giving you anything. And I put, I put my finger in the slot, and lo and behold, there it was. So I called the guy in New York. I said, I've given my life to Jesus Christ. I won't be, you know, won't be having anything to do with you anymore. God bless you and everything like that. And then I got home. I get to my apartment, and those little pot plants, they were all dead. They were all dead. No way. They were all dead. They'd been alive in the morning. They came home. They were dead. So that just <laughs> that just got me off to a really good start. I thought, wow, God is real. And uh, I got a, a little New Testament. Uh, it was called Good News for Modern Man. It was kind of popular in that day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I started reading it, and I got to Matthew chapter 9 at the end where Jesus is looking on the multitudes with compassion, and he says to the disciples, the harvest is plentiful, laborers are few, beseech the Lord of the harvest for more laborers in the harvest. And so I said, wow, Jesus has a prayer request. I started praying that, oh, Lord, send more laborers in the harvest. And I had like a, what I would call a second experience in the week of, um, of feeling that somehow through my praying that, that I was in some sort of a spot with God, and he was asking me, well, would I be willing to go into the harvest? Mm. So it was kind of flipped around immediately, and uh, and I, I had a very joyful yes, because to me it was a really big deal to know that God was real, because I had wanted him to be, I got close to it, and I gave up on it, and I didn't think it was possible, and now lo and behold, and I needed to be saved. I'm grateful so right now. I needed to be saved then. And I'll stop the testimony there, Tim, because i got 48 years' worth of testimony. <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. So, But anyway, that's a, that's a thumbnail sketch of at the time. And, of course, I just got involved with uh, soul-winning, street-witnessing, and I had been a folk singer in Boston coffee houses, and I started writing worship songs. And, you know, I just, I just knew that I had to spend my life uh, in ministry and serving God. I went to seminary in 1974 up in the sticks of New Hampshire, and lo and behold, a person up there, while I was up there, began a Let's Talk About Jesus program in New York. So it didn't even exist when I went up there. And the person that was the president of the seminary that I went to started it. And, uh, and that was in 1975. And then uh, I graduated from seminary and was ordained in the ministry in January of 1977. And I didn't know what to do. I kind of felt foolish. I had been studying for two and a half years, and I'm all done. And I, I had not a clue as to what to do. And all my other fellow graduating students said, the Lord's leading me here, and I'm going there. And I am just, like, left at the dock going, like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but, but God quickened me this word. It was just this, be faithful where you are. Just be faithful where you are. So I started... Uh, do a nursing home visitation, help some friends, paint uh, the walls of a restaurant, uh, help them open up an Italian restaurant in town. And, and I started doing volunteer work for Mr. White's radio ministry. Let's talk about Jesus' ministry. Uh, I had done a little work in a VA hospital as a teenager, so I knew a little bit about splicing tapes for programming, things like that. So I started doing stuff like that. And then it turns around that he had a substitute host on Let's Talk About Jesus who felt led of the Lord to go somewhere else, and he tapped me to become his new substitute host. So that's how that all began. So that was in August of 1977. And then in 1979, Mr. White felt led to leave the radio ministry and just focus on writing. 
And so I've just, long story short, I've just been doing it ever since 1977. It's amazing. Wayne Mondlo, longtime host of Let's Talk About Jesus. You can catch that program each weekday at 11.30 a.m. Also, Saturday mornings at 11 and Sunday mornings at 6. We'll take a quick break. Keep our conversation going here. Listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for hanging out today. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 416, the Tim DeMoss Show. Very pleased to have Wayne Monlo. Let's talk about Jesus' uh, host for many years. And before the break, you were sharing that um, it, the, the phrase I guess you used was you knew you needed to be saved, which is not a given. You know, that, that's obviously a, a huge part of the, the puzzles. I mean, my I'm remembering correctly, right? For a lot of people, it seems to be very hard for some people to confess that there is a sinner. They're a sinner. I had no problem. <laughs> I had no problem confessing I was a sinner. I I knew that I was broken for quite a while. All right. Yeah. And uh, and I had had some bad things happen to me, and then I got involved in some bad things. Yeah. I got involved in drugs. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I needed something. I didn't know it was God. Um, I had actually had, uh, I had been in a car accident and, uh, I was crossing the section of route two in Massachusetts that now has a traffic light there hmm. at the time it did. I was crossing it and I was clipped crossing the road by a car speeding and my, I was in a little Volkswagen and it hit my uh, right rear wheel, and I spun around like a top into some trees, and out of that, the police came, and they saw drug paraphernalia in the car, and I was arrested and put on probation, wow. and as a result of that, I lost the job that I was at, and so I was really down in the dumps, and I was uh, in a field in back of my house with my guitar one day, just feeling kind of hopeless, and the reason I'm saying this is that I remember I looked up into the sky, and I said, God, if you're really there... I would love to know you uh, because I haven't found anything down here worth living for. And so, but I said it and forgot it. But I was reminded of it because within a year I was born again. Mm. And I felt the Lord say, I heard that prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to so, your, to, that's to your point because when you said that, I think at the beginning, just a moment ago, you talked about how it's not, some people don't want to admit it. it and that's what obviously gets in the way of repenting if you don't want to admit there's anything you need. Right. That's, that's a blessing in a way that you really realize I do need something. It's a, a huge oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, I was already at, oh, wretched man that I am. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't have to, I didn't need a lot of convincing to get there. Yeah. 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 Well, now you, so then, then as God unfolded these, uh, these steps and, and post seminary and then into the radio ministry, um, so I guess in 77, so 43 years ago, this month in August, yeah. you're, you're doing that. Um, what was the format? In the earliest days, thinking radio-wise, but the the format in the earliest days was to uh, go on the air and within five minutes to be taking phone calls. Okay, and uh, to just do that the whole time. That's the way that my predecessor did it, and that's the way he told me to do it. Very interesting. So that's the way I did it. <laughs> yeah. So so this is interesting because, uh, as you know, I I worked at uh, WZZD when. Um, Let's talk about Jesus was on, and I right. wasn't the only engineer. There's a, a fine man named John Linton who was Absolutely. part of it, right? And others, but I remember in the early days the uh, playing the theme music, 
And then the calls would start to come in, and my job was to put them on hold to talk to them, let them know. And then you would come on and pray and and speak for a while. And maybe sometimes you got to call, sometimes you didn't, or sometimes you yep. got to one only. And the right. thing I remember was trying to balance, like, I whisper in your ear, like through the thing, Wayne, there are three calls or two. Because I'm thinking about these people who really want to talk to you, but you weren't hurried. It was in a good way. Like, if I remember one thing about the program was you wanted to take time to really establish Jesus as the foundation of why you're here. Even the theme music. You let the music play for 45 seconds. It wasn't like we only have so much time. Let's just cut the music and let's get right to it. Yeah. That just falls into the realm of I am what I am by the grace of God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I bring it up because of when did that shift happen? And I think it's an important thing people should, you know, it's yeah. important people know where your heart is on that. Yeah. Well, it, it got to uh, a shift away from phone calls. Yeah. Or, no, just in general, yeah. like the muse, the fact that yeah. you really would take time to, uh, you know, pray as the, at the beginning and then get yeah. into it. And it was. It's it's kind of like when someone wants to like just do God briefly and get on with their day. Oh yeah. Rather than let the distractions fall aside. Not well, that not the callers are distractions, but you know what you let you let the Lord lead, not the callers aren't the aren't the lead. Just yeah. like in our lives, circumstances shouldn't be the lead. Well, hey, man, you you just said it better than I could. Answered <laughs> your question. <laughs> that sounds good to me. I agree with that. <laughs> okay. Has the theme music been uh, always the same since it started? Um, no, it started out with uh, the the old "Let's Talk About Jesus" theme song from Andy and Diane up in Lancaster, New Hampshire. Okay. It's an old. It's a hymn written by a brother in Christ who wrote it actually on a bus. I got the whole story of the song. I still sing that song. And then in the 1980s, it kind of went to a little instrumental piece. And then when our ministry moved to New Jersey in 1989, a brother in the Lord, Jan Stevens, took a song of mine, They That Wait Upon the Lord, and he did a nice keyboard version of it. And that's been our theme song ever since then. And you mentioned John Linton. That is still his voice doing my intro every single day. The tape is sped up a little bit, so he's halfway to Mickey Mouse. But nevertheless, it's still his voice. Yeah, tell me if you can tell me if you can hear this. Sure. Yeah, I can't tell if you can. Well, you can hear down the line. So this is this is the music just to, for positioning, folks. Tuning in, we're chatting with Wayne Monblow, Loving Grace Ministries, and uh, of course the Let's Talk About Jesus radio program. Maybe a good point to just mention that Loving Grace is, I mean, the radio show is is certainly the, the uh, probably the, the main thing, but there's a lot more to it, too. Right? You have a lot of resources, folks, and the teachings, the things you've written, and, and retreats and stuff like that, too. Right. Uh, one of our biggest resources, right, well, not to, not to, I want everybody to listen to WFIL. We do have an offline site called lovinggraceradio.net. Yeah where we have Let's Talk About Jesus in rotation throughout the day. Then we also have other topically-oriented services. So there's a, there's a weekly service on, on uh, the New Covenant, a weekly service on Help for the Hard Times. There's a weekly service on extended Bible studies. There's a, a featured retreat of the week every single week, especially in these COVID days. We're not having any meetings anywhere with anybody, but we have a full retreat every single week on the air. Sometimes it's three services, sometimes it's six or seven services. So that's all there at lovinggraceradio.net. Okay. And I, I do write a daily word of encouragement. It's just it's called Today's Word of Encouragement from Wayne. And we uh, the people can grab that at our website at lovinggrace.org or by liking us on Facebook 
or again at lovinggraceradio.net if they scroll down the main page the daily word of encouragement is there and it's always a word from the scripture and I'll share a few paragraphs and every word ends with a hallelujah and I I just write it to be entirely uplifting to folks. So those are some of the things we have. We've got a lot of home study Bible courses and books and messages and worship music available. Yeah. Wayne Momblow, our guest from Let's Talk About Jesus. Quick break. We'll keep our chat going. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for tuning in to The Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. It's 427 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Pleased to have Wayne Monblow. Let's talk about Jesus, which is our ministry of the month for August. Uh, checking in. Program been around 43 years. Must be pretty cool, not just to have the folks who have listened for many of those years, but also folks who are uh, brand new to the ministry. Yes, it's always exciting. Um, it's exciting uh, and a blessing for someone that is new coming in and just uh, being blessed in the fellowship and being fed in the Lord, and uh, that's always wonderful. And it's a blessing, too, to hear from folks that have been listening for days and days, and I mean for years and years and years. I got a letter from a, a woman I just read recently on the air. She's been listening for 41 years, and she was saying when she was, when she was a young single mother, that her little girl would say when let's talk about Jesus would come on the air. She goes, "It's Wayne. It's Wayne. Wayne's on the air." And then she was ready to be. So her her daughter now is saved, is married to a man who loves the Lord, and they're doing very very well in life. They've opened up a business, and God has been blessing them. And just how she calls her daughter now for prayer, mm. and what a blessing that is. And she was so just giving thanks. So. It's just a blessing. Sometimes I hear from people, it's like three generations, like a grandmother was listening and the yeah. mother was listening and now the daughter's listening. Or it's just That's just a super blessing of just happens over the years. And someone that's just listened for the first time, it's so thrilling, too. Yeah, blink, blink of an eye in a way. It's hard to believe this much time has gone by for you. I, it is. It is. Honestly, when I began, I thought three weeks in, I'll have exhausted everything I've ever learned about God. Then what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, for those who are on the newer side, perhaps, and maybe they're just coming across, they don't have someone who helped them understand about Loving Grace Ministries. Um, is there a particular place on the website or, or a resource that you might recommend they start that would be a good kind of introduction to well, I think that there is an about us somewhere at, at our website. I haven't I haven't been there recently myself, yeah. but I'm pretty sure there's an about us page. Yeah, we do have a general introductory brochure, but it's I mean it's pretty much to say in a nutshell. You know, we preach Christ crucified and risen again, and Christ in you, the hope of glory, and we're a, a devoted Christ-centered ministry. Want to honor Abba Father, the Son of God, the Holy Spirit, and the fullness of Scriptures, and. That's the arc of my growth in the Lord. It's that I might grow up to know Him in all respects and pressing on for the prize of the upward call. So everything that I'm at right now in the ministry is just a product of 48 years of growing in Christ. So it just... Uh the, the unfolding life goes on, praise the Lord. Well, and it's kind of neat. Uh, for those just tuning in, you're listening to Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Wayne Mombolo, kind enough to hang out with us as we celebrate Let's Talk About Jesus being WFIL's Ministry of the Month for August. Um, it, uh, I'm, my understanding also is that the ministry is really, you know, quote-unquote, upped its game. And now you're, you know, back then, I guess stuff came out on cassette, 
And now it's uh, everything from then to the CDs and digital downloads. So whatever format people like, because right. if you like your cassettes, you like your cassettes, you know? That's true. <laughs> and some people still do. And as you and I discussed once earlier, they're actually kind of making a comeback anyway. That's true. <laughs> That's very. Do you, do you happen to have albums by chance or LP? The music. Oh yeah, I, I hung on to the vinyl, okay. and it's all good again. <laughs> you know? That's right. I got good. a letter from somebody out in uh, I don't know Colorado recently saying I need a copy of Spirit Music on vinyl. And that's something that we put out in like 1980. So I said, I, I can do that. That's so. great. That's great. Well, yeah, and to your point there, I think the world has really obviously changed a lot since, uh, let's talk about Jesus' first broadcast 40 plus years ago. Mm. Yet, the subject of the broadcast remains the same through it all, right? Hallelujah. Well, yeah, and for me, even more so. It's, it's, it's that, you know, it's like Paul's heart's desire that I might know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings. I mean, all I can say to folks is if you would like to have a life of growing in the Lord every day, it's wide open and invitational. It's whosoever will may come. And, uh, and he never gets old. He never gets stale. I can get old. I can get stale. But he renews <laughs> me every day. And uh, I'm just grateful. I'm, just, I'm super grateful. Yeah. You know? Well, as far as the Ministry of the Month part, uh, if we could delve into this just for a moment, just for folks uh, you know, on the site. Uh, first of all, everyone is welcome to a free booklet called Grace Removes Mountains. So yes. anyone can go to WFL.com for that. And I know you have – I don't want to put you on the spot because you've written so many things and so many materials. Uh, but if you – and then we have a few books that we're giving away throughout the month of August. Right. Uh, but the Grace Removes Mountains booklet, do you remember the backstory to that or when you wrote it or put it together? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, – well, it's, it's, uh, it's from the story uh, in the chapter of Zechariah about, uh, about Zephaniah, the pro- about the uh, prophet, uh, the priest. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the, Satan stands before him to accuse him. Hmm. And uh, and then the Lord is, I've, I've removed your filthy garments, and I've closed you in festal robes, and uh, – and but then it uh, then it comes down to the Lord saying, "What are you, O great mountain?" It says, uh, "He shall bring forth the top stove with shouts of grace, grace to it." So that's the verse, the structure of grace removes mountains. And then I just write about how sometimes we can be trying to remove our own mountains. Sometimes we can be thinking God's expecting us to remove our own mountains or to go under it or go around it or to rebuke it or obliterate it or you know and and we're and sometimes we're trying to do basically God's work and uh, mm. as in the story uh, as in the Lord's word uh, it's bring forth the top stone with shouts of grace grace to that and then the mountain is removed I mean in the, in the example that God gives what do you old great mountain before Zerubbabel you shall become a, a plain he shall bring forth the top stone so it's really about uh, and then it's not just, well, it's nice to know grace removes mountains, but does it really? You know? so, <laughs> right. <laughs> nice idea, but, yeah. <laughs> so, so part of the booklet is just about, here's what we try to do on our own or with the help of Scripture, and here's what God's grace can do. So it's just meant to be entirely encouraging. Okay, so that is free for anyone who'd like it uh, all month of August. Download at WFIL.com. Then each week there are different books, and certainly week one, Folks will know and aware of the book Friendship with God, which is a beautiful title and, and, and work. Can you just share about that book for a moment? Sure. That's the first book I ever wrote, uh, just about having a friendship with God. And it was really, uh, it, uh, uh, people might be surprised to know that the, the two main subject matters in the book were Abraham and Moses about their relationship with God. But it, I just, I just, 
use those as springboards to discuss the relationship that we're given with God our Father through Jesus Christ. Mm. And remember, he's the one that says, I don't call you slaves, I call you friends. So I'm like, well, if he calls me friend, I should learn about that friendship. <laughs> so that's what that book's about. That's good. That's good. Week two is 30 days with your good shepherd, Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that's a series of devotionals. I just had uh, some coming from the 23rd Psalm, and then some going into Jesus being the good shepherd. It was just a beautiful little study. And at the end of that, I just realized it would be really beautiful to put it out as like a 31-day devotional that instead of someone just breezing through it in a night, could uh, take a daily portion and think upon that mm. and then build upon that the next day. So someone certainly could breeze through it tonight, but it's also there that it could be spread out over a month to bless somebody. Week three is ministering unto the Lord, the call of our priesthood, which, uh, you know, this is one aspect I wanted to, maybe you could talk about for a second. I think it's a, it's a maybe underspoken about, the idea yeah. of ministering to the Lord. Like, wait, isn't he the one who ministers to me? Right, right. <laughs> and, and, and he certainly does. Yeah. And he happened to minister to me about ministering to him. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. But, but, but yeah. this is something, praise the Lord, I was brought into as a baby in Christ about, uh, about ministering to the Lord. If you look at Acts chapter 13, verse 2, it's just a great New Testament example. Like if someone says, show me where to start. Well, the Old Testament's a good place to start, but Acts 13, 2, Paul the Apostle is with all of the uh, prophets and overseers in the church at Antioch, and they're ministering unto the Lord and fasting. And out of that is when the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul. So the idea here is that we minister to God first as a first ministry in his presence. And later on, I got the understanding being as his priesthood. At first, I just saw it as ministering to the Lord. Yeah. I saw ministering to the Lord as a priest. But the idea here is we give the first fruits of our time to God out of which my understanding is out of which he strengthens me from ministry to people. In the Old Testament, the example was of the the temple of God. In the center of it is the presence of God in the Holy of Holies. Then next to that is the inner court where the priests actually ministered to God. And then, then next to that was the outer court where the priests ministered to people. So it's the same pattern right now within us in Christ. We have God in us, Christ in us, Emmanuel. We minister to the Lord in our innermost being. And then we minister to people in the outer court of this world. And to me, it's a perfect. It starts with God the center, my first ministry to him. And by the way, how have I been on the air getting good stuff for Let's Talk About Jesus? And everyone can say, well, I'm not so sure how good it is, Wayne. But it all comes from ministering to the Lord. It's all like I'm with the Lord. He quickens something to me. You know, taste to see the Lord is good, and then I can share that with other people. So, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's a great explanation. And and lastly, week four of our our Ministry of the Month uh, spotlight for Let's Talk About Jesus. Folks just tuning in, Wayne Monblow, host of that program for many years, on with us. Lessons of Life in the 21st Century from the Solitude of Jesus. Well, amen. And I wrote it in the 20th century, so I wrote it in faith. But, it's, <laughs> but it still is true. Well, amen. This is like uh, our, our Let's Talk About Jesus theme song comes from a song of mine called They That Wait Upon the Lord, which is that beautiful verse from Isaiah. They that wait upon the Lord will gain new strength. So thoughts in solitude. I actually looked at Jesus' own prayer life. And, and examples where he went to be alone with the Lord, and then what happened to him. So this is, this is all about uh, uh, lessons in solitude, and it's all things that happened to Christ in his life, and I share them from the scriptures, 
And then the obvious takeaway is that, well, this will happen in our lives, too, in our walk with God. So it's just being able to minister to the Lord as a priest and able to be still in His presence and receptive. It's a winning combination, I would say. Amen. Amen. Friendship with God, 30 days with your good shepherd, Jesus Christ, ministering unto the Lord, the call of our priesthood, and lessons of life in the 21st century from the solitude of Jesus. Those are the four books available during the month of August that we're giving out. And uh, then there's a big grand prize as well. We don't have to go through all of those, but folks can find out about all the different resources at WFIL.com. And of course, can tune in to hear Let's Talk About Jesus weekdays at 1130 on WFIL, Saturdays at 11, and fairly new to the deal, uh, Sunday mornings at 6 as well. So Amen. Wayne Monblow, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show. Quick break. We'll keep our chat going. A lot of sun the rest of the afternoon. Clouds moving in. 90 the high, by the way, on the forecast side of things. 74. Maybe a shower, a thunder shower later on tonight. And a lot of rain expected as we head into the overnight and throughout tomorrow. Could be heavy at times. Tomorrow's high 78. Phillies at the Yankees tonight, 705. Jake Arrieta at, uh, against uh, Jared, uh, Garrett Cole. Sixers are home against San Antonio at 8. Flyers won 4-1 yesterday against Boston in playoff hockey. Quick break, as I mentioned. We'll be right back. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for hanging out today. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 441, the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening in today. Wayne Monblow, our guest, the Ministry of the Month for August. Let's talk about Jesus. The program has been on our stations for many, many years. And uh, the radio ministry itself, 43 years uh, old this this month. Really unbelievable. Um, as you step back, you know, because you've been serving the Lord a long time, walking with Him on the air and off the air, what um, what could you say about the God, you know, that you've come to know? What rises to the top? What what really matters? It would be Christ Himself. Paul the Apostle, uh, his desire for the church at the end of Colossians chapter one that I might that I might present every person complete in Christ. So for me, everything in the world changes, situations in the church can change, prophecies and movements can come and go. Jesus Christ, praise his name, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The victory he won uh, so long ago is even more pure and beautiful to me, because I've had a privilege of growing in the Lord for 48 years. So I would encourage every Christian to... Don't ever miss out on an opportunity to be with Jesus Christ, really, and grow in the grace and knowledge of Christ, and love God, and do good to all people, and let your good works cause people to glorify God, and and in all these things will grow in all aspects unto Him who is the head, Jesus Christ. So it's Christ Himself. Amen. Amen. Well, if you have time, I have a few odds and ends to wrap our chat with, if that's good for you. Sure. And a couple have to do with the Lord specifically, a couple don't. But one just simply, um, if you have, you know, you've been studying God's Word for many years, is there a scripture that comes to mind, whether you want to call it a life verse or just ones that have really been uh, super important to you over the yeah. years? Well, um, they're all good. But, uh, they're, <laughs> right. when, whenever I sign a partner Bible, I always put down two verses. So I put down Psalm 119, verse 105, which is, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Mm. And then I put down Second Timothy 3.18, which is, Grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and forever. Amen. That's a good Old Testament and New Testament verse that just lets... Because the scriptures are here 
The words of God are here to reveal the Word of God, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And sometimes we lose track of that. We get lost in the words. Yeah, that, that's good. Now, you said lost in the words, and I'm also thinking my next question to do with getting lost in the woods, where I used to have worship in the woods. Wasn't that a, a, a retreat that you would do every now and again? Yes, yeah, we, we had that uh, as an annual and even semi-annual retreats. Uh, we did that for a number of years out at the Fairview Lake YMCA camp in northwestern New Jersey. Haven't uh, haven't done that one for for a few years, and uh, you know we're waiting for everything to calm back down, uh, pandemic wise, and get on the other side, so where it's safe to be together. Yeah, well, that's one and, of the, uh, that's one of the places again, one of the contact points folks may you know know you from and know the ministry from. Um, but just kind of, on, and I, I use it as a little stepping stone too. When we had lunch last year, we were talking about just some fun stuff, and you're an outdoorsy kind of guy, right? I mean, I, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a country boy from way back. When I when I left New England to move down to New Jersey, I was a little nervous about it, but I got to the northwestern part of the state, and I I know how to get out on the Appalachian Trail within 45 minutes, and uh, hmm. and to me, there's nothing better than being in the beauty of God's creation and giving thanks to God. I just I just love to do that. Yeah. It's just, it's well, good. that's so. I was going to ask just when you're not at the microphone or not teaching or, or writing, you know, what you enjoy doing for uh, you know complimentary time. Yeah, well, it's I love the outdoors. Uh, my I, uh, my my beloved little doggy uh, was was put to sleep a few months ago, so mm. I need to get a new walking companion in the near future okay. to resume my nice woodland walks. Um, you know, I love music. I love singing to the Lord, playing guitar, uh, and uh, nature, being outside, reading. You know, things like that. Amen. So, those are good yeah. things. We're in the market for a dog, too. So if you have any advice, we have a 10-year-old who's been asking. So I'm not sure. We've yeah. been asking, what's a, what's a good variety? What, what was your dog's? Uh, what, what type of dog did you have? Well, my, uh, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm looking to go through a rescue service now. But okay. I, I, I love golden retrievers. I've had a couple. Uh, my, but my, my, the, my last dog was a rescue dog. Hmm. She's a beautiful little little girl. She was a Border Collie Alaskan mm. cattle dog mix. Oh, wow. So she wow. was a sweetheart. Wayne Momblow, our guest. Let's talk about Jesus. We have a quick break to take. We'll wrap up our conversation. Let's talk about Jesus as our ministry of the month for August, which we're getting underway here. Some uh, free downloads and uh, other prizes you can enter and win, too. So check all that out on our homepage at WFIL.com. Back with more in just a moment. Thanks for tuning in today. You're listening to Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 4.50 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Wayne Monblo, let's talk about Jesus. How can people pray for you? Well, you can certainly pray for my health. I've been having a lot of challenges. Uh, I wouldn't turn that down. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, just that I would be in the will of God and follow His will. I mean, that's that's really it. So any anybody, hopefully everyone could pray that for me. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. No, that that's, uh, that's a very fun, uh, foundational, fundamental thing <laughs> on both yeah. both counts, health and uh, want to just have to keep it simple and have our hearts in line with his will, keep in step with him. So that's wonderful. Wayne, it's a, a pleasure talking with you. It's um, it's really nice to be able to do this and, and have, uh, you know, let's talk about Jesus featured. Folks want to go to the site. It's lovinggrace.org. 
And uh, the office, I think, is 800-480-1638. Is that, that right? That's correct. That's Eight, right. Yeah, I remember that number from the days of it being given out in the air. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Some things don't get forgotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 800-480-1638. Folks want to do that or lovinggrace.org. And, of course, you can tune in and Wayne's on each day, Monday through Friday, 1130 to 1230. And then Saturday mornings at 11, Sunday mornings at 6 as well. Uh, please greet your family for us. And... It's we'll a real do. pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. My wife is, Debbie is right here, so she's been sitting oh. right next to me for this whole time. Oh, that's amazing. De- yeah. so, hi to Debbie. Yeah, I can't, I guess you don't have a split phone there, but uh, yeah. yeah, Debbie's, and Debbie's, can I add, just Debbie's, you mentioned, you know, your physical stuff. Debbie's, Debbie's had some stuff too that God's really brought her through too, right? Amen. Yeah. At our last retreat, Worship of the Woods, as a matter of fact, in 2017, uh, she was, uh, she became ill right off of that. And uh, um, it, uh, that was in the, that. So that was we're talking about the beginning of June. Yeah. And uh, in July, there was four days where she spent in a hospital, and uh, you know, all kinds of tests were done, and nothing was really found out. And after a while, they just said, "Well, it's some sort of a virus, and it will burn itself out." We we're sure. And so then, but it didn't go away. And uh, uh, then around the middle of August, things just took a whole different turn, and she really went downhill very, very, very fast and uh, was back in the hospital uh, in September for a week. And and she was tested for every infectious disease I ever heard or never heard of. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, wow. and but frankly, during that time, because she 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 lost most of her motor skills and her cognitive ability, and her consciousness was in you know might not have lasted that much longer, and so it was at that point a, a lot of doctors were telling me that these symptoms were irreversible. I remember one doctor said, "You know, you know that she's not going to get better. You know that, don't you?" And wow. I was like, "Well, you know, <laughs> I know a guy." <laughs> so, so uh, that they, she was released from the hospital after being there for ten days, and uh, she came home to be with me. We were waiting for the outcome for some tests. Then we wound up going to Overlook Hospital, where she was there for like six weeks, I think, wow. eight eight weeks, eight weeks at Overlook Hospital. And that's when things are really serious. That's when, at that point, all the infectious disease tests have come back negative. So now they're testing for all the prion diseases. And she had been di- and a, a, one doctor diagnosed with, her with a disease that, frankly, is fatal, you know, pretty much 100% of the time. And so, um, and then all those tests were coming back negative. And, uh, it, you know, it was, it, was, it was as low as it could get, honestly, you know. And then... Uh, and then she uh, she just started to wake up, kind of. That's what one doctor said. You know, she woke up. You know, she started to wake up. And then uh, uh, then within three or four weeks of that, um, and, and they started her on a, a steroid therapy, which was helpful. Yeah. And then after three or four weeks of that, we went out of there, and it was going to be to go into a convalescing sort of rehab place. And she wasn't even there for a week. And then she came home, and uh, it's been, uh, and that was in 20, so that was December of 2017. And then in May of 2018, there was a slight little setback. 
but uh, and then uh, but as as of a year ago now she's been off of all medication and everything and uh, she was she was never really diagnosed with anything until after the fact and it was such a rare disease that no one had ever even heard of it so we just had to really uh, by faith just and, and the Lord was so good he held me together and he held her together and now we're both together. We tell each other we love each other every day. That is no exaggeration, repeatedly. We're so grateful, even though it's been like three years ago and a full year. We tell each other every day. She's telling me right now. She's mouthing it to me right now. So <laughs> I love I mean, it. So God is good. I mean, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. Uh, it was It was really, I can't even understand how I made it through the time myself or she did but it's but God that's all I can say and we just want to live a life for him here on out and be an encouragement to anybody and everybody amen those are, those are great words especially for folks who are going through things that they, yes. they don't really know like uh, our son has had a concussion over a year ago and he, and, the, and it was a freak thing someone went up and hugged him and snapped his head back mm. and he's an athletic guy mm. and um Long story short, he has pain every day. We said, what's the pain from 1 to 10? It's usually around a 4, 5, 6, or 7. It just never goes away. And we've tried lots of things. We're trying things. We're praying. And he, But he's growing. His faith is growing. He had to come out, come out of school. Uh, everything is up for grabs. But And so when you're kind of – that's what, when you're sharing your story about testing here, testing there, try this, try that, this idea of just there's – just, there's a whole space there of um, you'd like to at least see – kind of how things are going to go right, right and, and right. It, it seems so open-ended but but god hmm. so well amen amen and with me you know i would i would i would say to people i said look nobody can tell me what this is and i said and i know that god's the only one that knows and i'm looking to him and i'm believing him to fix this and so that's just the way that it was and uh yeah. I mean, I, I remember a woman came up to me, are we believing in unicorns and rainbows, are we? You know, and I had to take all this stuff. I, just, I, I realized how it looked to everybody else, you know? Yeah. So. And it, and even in the end, the quote-unquote solution, that was just kind of came to you? Does that seem like, like it wasn't like, oh, we... We hit on this. That's it. That was the yeah. Path. No, no. It, it, it was not like oh, we've got the diagnosis. That didn't happen that way. Interesting. It, it was like she woke up, and I was talking to this doctor. This uh, and, and she she said we we don't know how or why it happened, and so it's it's just wow. it's, it's it was very unique, yeah. you know. Yeah, and what a blessing to have a, a godly wife like that. And I know you minister together, Amen. also, and music, right? Because Debbie has music out too. She on the website, people can look up. Sure. Yeah. Last year, just in, in thanks to God, we actually put out a recording, Deborah's Messiah. It's it's from live. It's all of her messianic music because Debbie was born Jewish, and so Jesus Christ is her. Uh, her new covenant, old covenant Messiah. Amen. So, uh, uh, and so she's written a lot of messianic music. So we, last year, we took a, a number of recordings. Well, what I think the best recordings of her messianic music. We put it together as a, a testimony, a witness CD called Deborah's Messiah. So that Excellent. was a little, a little victory lap for the Lord, you know. Amen. That's great. <laughs> That's great. So lovinggrace.org is where folks can find that. Wayne Momblo, uh, thank you so much for, for being on with us today. Let's talk about Jesus host and loving grace ministries. And, uh, we look forward to it. Hopefully we can do it again, but you know, then like not another 43 years before this happens. Right. Again. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to do the next one a little bit sooner than that. Yeah. <laughs> Greetings. Well, have a great rest of your day and uh, give a hug to Debbie for us and we'll catch up again later on. You too. 
Thank you so much, Tim. God bless you. God bless everybody listening. In Mambla, let's talk about Jesus on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.